0: lights out, away we go, Bottas reacted quickest, can he now catch Sebastian Fettel, great battle between the two Renaults, into turn one we go and they're all keeping it clean, Fettel ahead of Bottas and Daniel Ricciardo is out, Daniel Ricciardo who has been making his move up the field,
1: Blusing power, something's wrong. Okay Daniel stop the car please, stop the car.
0: So for the second time in three races we have lost Daniel Ricciardo So Kimi, this is Jock. You two are on different strategies. Your strategies are slightly different, and we'd like you not to hold up, Seb. Thank you. Let your too. do let him Just tell me. Sebastian Vettel. He has been leading almost from start to finish, but now he's out of this race. F- sake. Safety car deployed. Valtteri, it's James. Please hold position. Sorry. Not James. But today in Germany, it's not going to be Sebastian Vettel's day. Lewis Hamilton regains the lead in the championship. Lewis Hamilton, from 14th on the grid, wins the German Grand Prix. for the first time in Germany, Mercedes have a 1-2 finish to regain the lead in the Constructors' Championship.
1: You're listening to the Q3 Podcast. G'day everybody and welcome to episode 12 of the Q3 Podcast. I'm Ben Pascuzzi I'm joined by James Worth, as always, James. How are we? I'm good, mate. Yourself? I'm very good. Thanks. Nice. Now, we do have to tell our listeners that we do have a new format of the show. Now, unfortunately, due to uni commitments and studio commitments and whatnot, we're just going to do the one show from now on, and it's Correct. just going to be weekly on the Wednesday. So, what that means is because we do have back-to-back races, we are going to review the Grand Prix that just occurred on the weekend, the German GP, as well as preview. The Hungarian Grand Prix, which will be taking place this weekend. But to start things off, let's get stuck into a recap of what occurred during the German Grand Prix. Alrighty, so this race had just about everything. Had dry weather, had tire strategies, had crashes, and it had more importantly, a lead change in the championship standing. So in a summary, in a quick summary, Lewis Hamilton, he started from 14th position, won the race, and it's the lowest starting position to win the race since Alonso did, of course, back in 2009 at the Singapore oh, yeah. Grand Prix in that very infamous race where his uh, co-driver, I've just forgotten his name, he's a Brazilian, I'm pretty sure, was in that, a Renault. Was uh, a Renault? No, oh, what was his no, name? No, what... Yeah, well, it was. An, wasn't uh,
0: it was, he McLaren in two thousand nine? No,
1: he was with Renault no. back in two thousand and nine, and it was a oh, what's his name? Anyway, we'll, th- well, I'll think of his name as it comes. But he deliberately crashed... wasn't Bruno crashed, Senna. No, no, he deliberately crashed uh, to allow Fernando Alonso that position because he just he, he he stayed out on the pit He stayed out on his tires and then went to the pits and subsequently led the race. So anyway, we're not talking about that. We're talking about the German Grand Prix. So. Hamilton won. Now Sebastian Vettel was leading the majority of the race until lap 52, when, in sector three, he went wide. Now he was very slippery at that at that at that stage. He was he was on slicks, as was the majority of the field, but. Just a very simple error. Just, I assume he might have gotten some oil or something. He braked fine. He was very cautious, but he just lost it. Just lost the wheels and just went straight into the barriers. Much to the delight of the majority of the faithful and the German Grand Prix. You got videos of them celebrating when Vettel went off. But anyway, what that meant was Bottas, Raikkonen, and Hamilton were in one, two, and three. Bottas and Raikkonen decided to pit, and Hamilton stayed out. And he had pitted... Believe it was two or three laps prior to this safety car. Yeah. Um, so he went on to the ultra softs, as did the other two. So they are on fresh tires. And then once the race restarted a few laps later, Bottas was right on Hamilton's tail, who was going to pass him. And all of a sudden, team radio came out and said, "Told him, hold position, Valtteri. Hold position. Hold. Oh, sorry, pole position. Hold position. We don't want hammer. We 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 just want you guys to finish one, two. Do not overtake Lewis Hamilton. And that is what occurred." Lewis Hamilton, 1. Valtteri Bottas, 2. Kimi Räikkönen,
0: 3. I found the name of Fernando Alonso's teammate. Who was it? It was uh, Nelson Piquet Jr. There you go.
1: That's who it was. It was Roman Nelson Piquet. But Romain Grosjean
0: Pique. took over from, uh, after yep. round 11. Yeah, that is that is exactly what happened. That's a good start. There you go. So it was Nelson Piquet. So my
1: memory's there. I just couldn't remember the name. I, but I have anyway. to easily
0: say this race uh, on the weekend was one of the best I've watched. I, I did watch the replay. I, I didn't watch it on Sunday Night Live, but I watched the replay on Monday. I made sure of that. You're and a plastic I'm like, fan. Jeez, mate. I had. I had. All right. I no, can't, you can't I can't complain. No. All right. You're a disgrace.
1: Next. If you if, you're not, if you haven't watched the race by the next show, I'll kick you off. Or I'll, I'll just run a bomb myself. This show next. The next yeah, one. Yeah. you okay. got to well, cool. watch the race. you got to watch the race.
0: Hungary is like one of the best tracks, I
1: believe. Anyway, so back so to I this think, race. Yeah. Unfortunately, there were a couple of drivers who didn't finish the race, one in particular who we are huge fans of. Daniel Ricardo after well <sighs> look, look he copped the grid penalties because he changed his gearbox but he still didn't finish the race due to technical issues, mechanical mm-hmm. issues. Um shake my head. SMH to put it that way.
0: I don't know, <gasps> oh, uh, mate. What are we going to do? This is just it's 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 becoming a weekly occurrence. It's disgraceful. It's disgraceful. Um it's very disappointing but what
1: can you do? It's unfortunate for Danny. It's unfortunate for Red Bull. Yep. Even though he's going to stay still with them. But look, at the end of the day, you can't do much about it. But let me go through the top 10 finishes from the German Grand Prix. So, of course, there was Lewis Hamilton leading ahead from his Mercedes team at Valtteri Bottas and then Kimi Räikkönen in third. Then it went Verstappen, Hülkenberg, Grosjean, Perez, Ocon, Ericsson, and Hartley mm-hmm. around the top 10. Brendan Hartley getting a point there for Toro Rosso at Good the end. Good on him. Notable absentees were Lance Stroll didn't finish. Sebastian Vettel didn't finish, of course, because of that crash. Sergei Sorokin, no surprises there. Two Williams both out. And then, of course, Daniel <laughs> Ricciardo. All
0: right. Uh, I'll, t- I'll, I'll tell you one thing. Um, F1 have, like, flashbacks every Tuesday. And they were showing a flashback of uh, it was like f- the Formula Renault series when... Bottas yeah, and um, Ricardo, Ricardo were head-to-head. Sort of that head to head. that was it, really good. And that was at uh, Silverstone. And it came down to the last lap and they were neck and neck. And, of course, yep. Danny Rick, the man himself, does his usual dive bomb with, with three corners to go and wins the race. Like, yeah. And you're like, how does he do that? Like, How has he got that much confidence to dive bomb to the point where you could spin out and lose the race? He's like, I'm just going all out. I may as well. It was fantastic. Great flashback. All right,
1: let's get into some talking points from the German Grand Prix. All right, obviously, a major talking point out of this is the lead change in the championship standings. Now, of course, Sebastian Vettel did lead Lewis Hamilton by seven points going into this Grand Prix. He now trails by a whopping 17 Actually, I think he might have led by eight. But whatever it was, he was leading by a fair bit. Now he's down by 17 points. Lewis Hamilton is on 188. Sebastian Vettel, 171. That's huge. Kimi Räikkönen, 131 in third. Valtteri Bottas, 122 in fourth. And then the two Rebels follow them. Daniel Ricciardo on 106. Max Verstappen, one point behind in 105. But this is huge. Uh, Obviously, the inconsistencies of Ferrari cost them last year. Do you have the feeling that it may cost him again this year like, or oh, what like, like this is this is obviously not this an, is a
0: huge thing for him
1: like this this wasn't a mechanical issue No, this it was wasn't. driver fault correct um how badly does this affect Sebastian Vettel's run oh, it's, a it, it's a massive career. blow
0: it's a massive blow um going by what's going on and how 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 all the teams are doing you know Mercedes and Ferrari I don't think you're able to get, I don't I personally don't think you'll be able to gain those 17 points back if they all finish races. Because it's gonna be hammer time and uh uh Bottas time. <laughs> Botas time and um Vettel just head to head with each other and he's not gonna gain it. Like he might gain, you know, ten points or something like that by the end of the season if he's lucky. Because it's gonna be a one one two or you know, whatever the combination will be, they'll all get podiums. So it's going to be a hard one
1: unless unless Hamilton just
0: absolutely botches a race and crashes out, which could happen. And I think, well, I really hope it does. If
1: (laughs) Hammer is still consistent and Vettel wins the next two races, Hammer goes in second. He's made up 14 points. Yeah, because of course it's 25 if you finish first, 18 if you finish second. So in that sense. He's still got heaps of races to do it. So he does, but it does—it does hurt his chances a lot, a big, I think, um, and it hurts his mental state as well because it was his fault. I mean, yeah. seriously, it was just a simple error. It could happen to anyone, but, but it of course, happened out, yeah. to him. No, he just went straight on. Just went straight on from the um, lock.
0: See, I, the, the the camera doesn't show like. The well, you exact- got to watch the race,
1: mate. You should have watched the race, and you would have known. But anyway, he pretty much just went straight on.
0: He lock- just lock the, up. Yeah, the tires yep. just no
1: grip. Bang straight
0: into the barrier. So, did you see DHL's um, uh, post on Facebook? Up. It was just up uh, Oops. Like UPS. UPS. Because. Oops. No, I don't know. No, you know why? Why? Because UPS is the Ferrari sponsor. Yeah, and it's oops. Yeah, but yeah, it's I know. Co- isn't it called UPS?
1: Whatever it is, but it's like oops. Oopsie daisy. Like, oops, I made a mistake. That's oh, how I interpreted
0: it. How I interpreted it was, oh, you're going with the wrong shipping company. Wow, because right. DHL and UPS are a shipping company, oh. and it's like, why are you using UPS? Obviously, you literally they
1: literally wrote, "Oops."
0: Yeah, that's the brand name. Yeah, so UPS. They mean, Oops. Oh, okay. Alright, anyway, that's that's a debate for another time.
1: Uh, obviously, Hammer now, f- you'd say is tall favorite, but let's move more so to the Red Bulls. Now, this was a track that they were expected to be a little bit quicker than normal, but the strategies here were terrible. And actually, this is a strategy for most of the drivers. So what happened was, when the rain came, the, the, they were expecting the rain for the whole of the race, and then all of a sudden it started to come. Drivers stayed out. Some went early on wets. Max Verstappen was one of them. Funnily enough, Pierre Gasly was one of them. Uh, I can't remember any of the others, but there were a couple that went on intermediates as well. They went, they jumped the gun, clearly. They jumped yeah. the gun to go on intermediates or wets. Um, and then, of course, the rain subsided, and they went back on... T- on the slicks, thanks of course to Vettel's crash. How was, badly, particularly with Max Verstappen, mm. did that cost him of a podium finish? Because he was in the running for it. He was behind. He could have, I guess, be stayed on the slicks and then come in earlier than the others and got ahead of them at the pits, but yeah. didn't. How badly did that botched pit stop
0: stuff up Max Verstappen's race? Yeah, no. like you, you, you can't say nothing else was a factor. Like that was the only thing that drove him to stuff up. Um it was that nothing else. It was amazing to see when um when Hamilton stayed out he what well, he drove on the grass. grass 'cause he's That's like another point as I will we'll get And he's to. like um Kimmy's staying out, Kimmy's staying out and then um who was it? Uh, Toto Rolf lost his absolute crap at him and said, What are you doing? No 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 Oh yeah, okay. Yeah whatever, just stay. Like he's not gonna argue with him once he's driven off the um pit lane but yeah. Uh, Red Bulls and their tire and their tire strategies. Alright, speaking back of
1: uh, Lewis Hamilton's botched pit stop, so he was told to come back in. Then all of a sudden they I think he said that Kimi's staying out. Yeah. And then He saw that and yeah, then he's like and then he just they drove told him, off the road. And they told him to stay out and he stayed out. So what happened was he passed a barrier, which is on of course so once he passed the barrier, you're essentially in the pit stop and this is where inconsistencies, I guess, come from in terms of the FIA judiciary system, uh, Charlie Whitening and all that. Kimi Räikkönen, same thing occurred to him back in Baku in 2016. He copped a five-second penalty. He had passed the right barrier. However, it was during a race. It wasn't a very dangerous circuit in terms of the pit lane entry is like right next to the runoff track. So yeah. it was very dangerous, but nevertheless still copped, so, crossed the barrier. And it is the same rule, which Lewis Hamilton broke, Under the safety car. Now, that was the reasoning why they didn't give him a five-second penalty. They Mm, only gave him a reprimand. They didn't give him a five-second penalty because it was under a safety car and because of the location of where the pit lane entry was that it didn't really have that much of an effect on the drivers around him. Now, is this hypocritical because of the situation or should Hamilton still have copped the same penalty that Raikkonen did because they broke the exact same rule?
0: I think no matter what situation it should be that if you've decided and you've committed to the pits you've committed yep. if you drive out there should be consequences no matter what the situation Ye- yellow flags virtual safety car actual safety car like it should just be implemented that that's the rule yep. no matter what because it's honestly if I'm if I'm honest this if this happened in um Abu Dhabi so to speak right and this determined a championship. The FIA would be scratching their head, saying, "Oh, maybe we should have just changed that." You know, yeah. Like it, you've got to get you got to crack down on these things before it becomes too out of hand. Because now that they're seeing, like drivers are saying, "Oh, he didn't get a penalty for this. Maybe it's maybe we can do it mm. in other but situations." Of course,
1: it has. To, it, I think now it's going to have to be under a safety car. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're doing like, a race, but oh, look, I think they just have to have the blanket rule. That yeah, I agree, like, I, I, I agree with you there. That. He should have copped the five-second penalty, and look, he still would have finished second because he finished four and a half yeah. seconds ahead of Valkyrie Bottas but and 6.7 seconds ahead of Kimi Räikkönen, yeah. so obviously he did get the extra seven points because of winning, but look, I think he should have still copped the five-second yeah. penalty, we can both agree, and also, they should have announced that they were going to, um, what's it called, um, what do they do? Not research, um... Not look at. What do they call it when they say that? Investigate. There you go. I just completely forgot it. Investigate uh, this incident. Because if they had known, I think that Mercedes would have told Valtteri Bottas to back off even more. Yeah. Try and create that five-second gap. But it was laughable that they didn't even show it during the race that they said, all right, we're going to investigate this uh, incident that Lewis Hamilton did. So they should. um, Also, there's another point there Mm. that they should. Uh, put it in advance and actually okay. let drivers know, let teams know, and get these decisions out quicker. Yep. All right, let's get into our preview of the Hungarian Grand Prix. All right, let's get stuck into the preview for this weekend's upcoming Hungarian Grand Prix. We've got our traditional lineup here. So we're going to do this really quickly. Yep. Um. So three drivers who need a good performance, and this can be from both of us. All right. One. Grosjean. Of course. Yep. Uh Verstappen. Yep. I agree with that. Verstappen now 1 point behind Ricardo hasn't finished the podium in a while. Needs it. He just um, needs a bit of motivation. And also, this is a huge one. Yeah. Carlos Sainz. Now I, Carlos I Sainz, 100% agree in this. Carlos Sainz has, look, he's racing with Renault, of course. Uh, he's clearly the second driver now. He is 28 points in the championships. Nico Hulkenberg is the best of the rest in terms of the drivers outside of the big three teams. He's on 52 yep. points. It's a massive advantage over Carlos Sainz. Carlos Sainz has been touted as an up-and-coming talent. he is yeah. signed on How with Red he? Bull. 20, I'm not sure. Have, have he's, a look. Young. he's young. He's, yeah, he'd yeah, be yeah. mid-20s, I'm pretty sure. But anyway, he's getting absolutely smashed by Nico Hulkenberg this season. And in particular in this race, Hulkenberg finished sixth. Carlos Sainz finished a whopping 17 seconds, almost 17 seconds behind him in 12th. So he has been far from... He's been very disappointed this season, especially since Nico Hulkenberg has been so consistent for the Renault. And he finished again best of the rest in this race. He finished fifth because, of course, there was... um, What's his name? Sebastian Vettel and Daniel Ricciardo didn't finish, so yep. there were only, of course, four teams from the uh, the two from three big teams. Yeah. Four drivers who were able to finish the top four. He still finished best of the rest. So, yeah, Carlos Sainz is big one. Big performance. He's been very disappointed this season.
0: He's one of them. I think. I honestly think Nico Hulkenberg needs to move to another team, like as a. Yeah. This he, guy, he's I've got been, he's,
1: he's got the longest streak without winning a race.
0: Exactly. I I've been on this guy's tail for at least three or four years, saying. Why is he? Why is he at a low team? Yep. This, this guy deserves to be at a high up team because he's a good driver. He puts in good performances. All he needs is the car. He's yep. waiting on someone to retire. Kimi Raikkonen, right? He'll retire. That opens up the gap. We don't know who's going to take it. But if I'm honest, if Ricardo doesn't take it, he's the man to take it. Yep, he deserves it. He's been in the. How long's he been in the industry for? What ten years? Something like that. He deserves this. Like, he can't just be a low-rank driver for all his life. Like, he deserves a a little bit of credit for all his work. I totally agree. All right.
1: Who is our team most at stake?
0: Oh, I mean, Haas is out of the picture now because Grosjean's finishing well. Um, I want to say Toro Rosso. I reckon they need two top ten finishes this week. Uh, If it's by pure luck or if it's by, like, a crash or if it's by... anything they need a good performance we we saw Hartley get one point I reckon I reckon if it's if it's going to be a good result for them 8th to 10th both drivers Um, Pierre Gasly good enough driver he just needs to put that work in Yep. Um,
1: I'm going to go with one of the top teams, and it's going to be Ferrari. Now, one thing we didn't mention was there's also been a change in the constructor standing. standing. Mercedes are up by eight points now. They lead with 310 points, Ferrari on 302. If they don't want to have the same effect which happened last year, they need both drivers to finish. They desperately need them both to finish. They need a better performance this week. Try and get Seb Vettel's championships aspirations back on track, but yeah. They are a team who is most at stake. Uh, doomsday scenario. Ricardo crashes yep, again. I got Ricardo just not even finishing the race. Uh, who wins the race? And your big call for the race. Oh all right. I've got I've got I'll i I'll go first. Yeah, yeah I'll go Vettel to win the race. Bounce oh, back. Okay, I agree with that. And my big call
0: is that Max Verstappen is going to finish second. Okay. Or a Red Bull driver will finish on the podium in second. Alright, so that's one we, we can both agree on that. I'm going to say Grosjean finishes. I'm going to say fourth. I'm going to say fourth because there's a good enough driver for it. Um, just everything just needs to go his way, and if it does, we'll be so like you got fourth position
1: for yeah, Roman.
0: Yeah, I reckon. all right.
1: That's it for this week's edition of the Q3 podcast. It is episode 12. Unfortunately, i got something to get going to after this. So <sighs> we do on, have ben. to finish it early. But I did watch the race. Oh,
0: I know. Uh, fair enough. Anyway,
1: Ten points. we'll be back next Wednesday. And that'll be the new day that we will release the Q3 podcast. But until then, we hope you, enjoy, hope you enjoyed listening to the show. We hope you look forward to the Hungarian Grand Prix. And it. until then, until next Wednesday, we'll catch you at the front of the grid.